0: Hello, welcome to a, another music-based episode of the podcast. So, I've spoken about listening to music in everyday life in my one of my previous episodes, and that was mainly focused on how it encompasses people's everyday life. So, how it's pretty much everywhere. Um, talking about a particular study, uh, measured participants, and had a pager with participants. So, I think over 70% of experiences or times that the pager went off someone the, the participant could hear music I'm butchering it slightly but if you check out the episode before it kind of talks about music in everyday life in in more detail so obviously in this digitalized world that we live in a lot of music is listened to online now so I wanted to look at how how should we order or organize our music online how should we how do we listen to it so bearing in mind that most of us do use our phones and various apps on our phones to listen to music now. Courtesy of whathifi.com, the reason I'm doing this episode is because according to Global Music Industry, IFPI, by the end of 2019, streaming accounted for more than half of global recorded music revenue uh, for the first time ever. And it's the industry's fastest growing revenue source, with 89% of music lovers across the globe listening to music through on-demand streaming. And also, interestingly, 54% of 35 to 64-year-olds have used a streaming service in the past month, and that's up 8% in the past year. So it's something that's not only big, but it's growing rapidly, especially with the um, older generation as well, because I think with a lot of young people, we've completely grown up with it, and we, we haven't been listening to necessarily music on CD and tapes. So we've started streaming, but older people have... I think maybe got into it more just because of advertising and just because of the ease of doing it as well, getting used to technology. So, being an Apple Music user, yes, that's right, I'm an Apple Music user in a world full of Spotify. It feels like being a zebra with white and black stripes, but I'll I'll explain my history and I can address all the concerning questions I'm sure people have and the weird looks I get when they realise I have... Apple Music. So my first taste of online music was mainly iTunes through a computer or the fact that I had an iPad Nano and, and an iPod Touch. So I use this every day throughout school. Um, really like the layout and the way it worked. And I, I just think it was the only main source I could use with the exception of YouTube. So even though I had a Nokia and Sony Ericsson phone, I was still using the iPod for music. Um, But that that did change upon getting a BlackBerry, if anyone's familiar with BBM and the fact that you can access Tubity for free music, that also worked. And this also changed when I got an iPhone, and even upon getting an iPhone, it was just a shift into Apple Music, I guess, which is weird because a lot of people, I'm sure, went through a similar pattern of, of using iTunes and that kind of layout and formula. But then Spotify gets introduced. So it was founded in 2006, but I don't think it started to become popular till about 2010. So Spotify, if we can look at the two, Spotify versus Apple Music, if you will. Spotify is free. I say that lightly though, because anyone who has used the free version knows how painful it is to have a couple of songs play and then a 30, 60 second ad. Waiting for an ad to finish is obviously one of the most painful things on the planet it's almost equivalent to climate change so it's a bit of false advertising (laughs) from there that Spotify is free but at the same time you can I suppose you can still listen to songs if you get past the adverts and you can access pretty much most things on there even with a free account and so Apple Music doesn't have that so fair play but Apple Music does have a three-month free trial, which I've signed my mum up for, and should probably tell her that it is ending soon, and she may be charged. But the monthly fees are fairly similar. Uh, both student prices are five pounds. Apple Music is ten pound per month, and I think that that is an absolute steal, really, considering how much you can use it in a in a day or a or a month. Um, so it's like equivalent to two pints. It's definitely worth it. I think Spotify is quite similar, maybe maybe slightly less price per month. But it really is good to have that cost because I, I even think, as you've seen with something like Netflix and the fact that they've raised their prices, but there's not been too much backlash because it's still so low and so good for your money compared to how much one uses it. And I think most people that do have these accounts are probably listening every day. So it's money that you don't even think about because it's, It just makes valid sense to do it, basically. But in terms of subscribers, uh, Apple Music only has about half of Spotify. But that isn't too bad, considering Apple Music didn't launch until 2015. Obviously, as I said before, Spotify came into popularity 2009-2010. So it's an impressive feat to, only in six years, get half of Spotify's huge amount of subscribers. And both seem to have similar plans in terms of duo and family um, but I wouldn't I wouldn't look at those anyway my music is my music only um, this isn't Netflix or Disney where you hand out your login details for fun um, but there is good family plans for both there doesn't seem to be much difference in terms of the music they both have uh, I'd like to think I have a, a fairly eclectic music st- being a music student but in reality it's probably quite mainstream. Uh, only once have I struggled to find an artist on Apple Music or Spotify. His name was um, Alex Lewis. No I'm joking there was an artist called uh, Hoodie Allen whose older albums I can only access on YouTube and in that respect firstly I don't think I like him too much anymore but secondly it's quite it's a very low selling album Um, it's hardly got any views on YouTube. So sometimes you don't expect the, um, I guess, less popular albums or artists to be on there considering how many popular ones there are. Um, But I'm sure SoundCloud is, I've heard SoundCloud is quite good for that. You're probably likely to find less well-known artists, um, which can be exciting at times. Podcasts are are huge um, and seem to have become popular very very quickly, um, most people I know have a few favourites, and obviously, I'm doing one right now. But I particularly listen to Joe Rogan, and um, yeah, that's about it. Uh, but Spotify obviously have a huge advantage of having music and podcast on one app. I'm sure that's a nice unique selling point for them. Apple have the do have their music, but they also have an Apple Podcast app as well. So it depends what. People prefer on that respect. And the other things that I feel are important about, I guess, choosing your music subscription is the the layout. So the user experience and navigating your way through it. And also how easy and, and good it is for discovering new music. So Apple Music has the benefit of being paired with iTunes, first of all. I feel it's easier to navigate through to different songs, albums and artists. I might be slightly biased because... Obviously, I've been using it for a number of years, so it's just what I'm used to. But even looking in it now, I can just feel it's a bit cleaner. There's not as much going on, uh, and it's easy to pick up. Although, saying that, I've had quite a few people pick up Apple Music and just have no idea where to go. So I guess it depends on how used to it you are. The thing I like about it is you can download songs to your library, and that's kind of yours. But Spotify doesn't seem to necessarily have that. But... I may be wrong because I've only started using Spotify last week. And finally, the looking at new music—it's something I've been quite bad at, um, which is again surprising because I've done a first year in a music degree, and that's quite important to to listen to different music, which I've tried to do. But it's just—it's sometimes difficult when people send you a song. Obviously, it's very valid. People you you definitely think you'll like it, but you just never get round to it. Uh, And so I've had to start creating folders for different people that send me music. Uh, Shout out to Mittan Patel, who introduced me to that. And um, we were sending each other a song a day, putting it into the album and then just giving it a listen at a better time. But it's it's quite an important thing to do because sometimes I find myself, even it can be a whole month where I've hardly listened to a new song or album. And Apple Music isn't the best for that, I have to say, because it's not like it particularly comes up on Recommended. As I look at it now, I can see that there is a browse section, um, but it's very rarely to click on it. And when you're in a playlist um, or an artist, it does not it's quite difficult to then find their other stuff. But on the other hand, Spotify, when I've been making a playlist, as I've done in the last week, uh, it comes up with relevant songs or recommended songs, I believe, um, based on the songs of this playlist. So that's fantastic. I didn't know that was a thing until I downloaded it, and it's going to open you up to music that's so similar from the songs you've got in which I really like and I've discovered some 50s and 60s songs that I didn't know existed on the basis of that so I really like the, the way Spotify works in that respect and I'll just add as well that I use a website called song per day and that's an interesting one as well because it just fires you a random song each day and I've got a separate playlist it's really interesting, very diverse, different languages, completely different genres. So I quite like doing that as well. And it just, every, every day you sit down for three or four minutes and just sit there and listen to a piece of new music. So that's quite exciting as well. But I guess there's so much music to listen to that's probably better to go off recommendations of your friends or uh, off Spotify based on what music you like. Ultimately, after being an Apple Music user for, for a very long time, And jumping onto Spotify last week due to heavy criticism, uh, the fact that you can get a free free month, I believe, and the fact that it's student pay of $4.99. I am glad to say that I've done it because it feels like Spotify is now going to be my main music app, which is very weird saying for the first time. But it just feels overall like you get more bang for your buck it's a very London saying, but but I think what gets it above Apple Music is the possibly the social side or the ease of using it with other people. When I see that the fact that you can add to each other's playlist and cue things just by having the Spotify app, that's pretty cool. It's obviously easier to play on TV, for example, on a PlayStation. There's a Spotify app. I haven't really been able to do that with Apple Music, and just sharing songs as well. You can share. I've had a friend sending me songs for years. And it's always been on Spotify. So I've never had to screenshot it. Anyway, this just seems so much easier on the social side. And that's why I think Spotify is edging it a bit more for me and why I might have to cancel my Apple Music subscription. But if there's anyone out there that's listening to this that works for Apple Music that needs my monthly charge to keep them afloat, then I'll definitely get in touch. I'm more than happy to have my mind changed again, but it doesn't look too lightly. And obviously, the fact that you can listen to podcasts so easily, post podcasts, it seems to have even more available as well than than the Apple one. So overall, Spotify is the winner for me, and probably the winner for most of you. But that was just a very brief episode. Um, I guess mainly looking at the the two main platforms for listening for streaming music you obviously got some honorable mentions such as YouTube which is provides the more appealing side which is music videos and then you've you've got other, other things I mentioned SoundCloud there's also Tidal um, which I think has music that isn't on any other app so I quite like the idea of that as well and another episode I kind of want to delve more to how we I guess how we arrange our music because it's a very odd thing to do I've spoken to people recently and some do it based on mood so they'd have a a very happy playlist they'd have a chilled sad and it's music that I guess is completely different artists and genres but it just kind of captures how they're feeling at that moment Um, I'm more of a genre type so I have albums titled 50s 60s 80s indie rock American rap in the 90s, uh, UK rap in the last 10 years. So it's quite quite precise on years, but I feel like that's going to pigeonhole it a bit and you haven't got the ability to then throw in different songs. If you just had a mood playlist, then that could be quite good. I also like the idea of a location playlist. So whether you're cooking, whether you've got a shower playlist and a particularly a driving one, because there's some songs that I feel people sat down and said, we're going to write this, we're going to perform this for someone driving a car. It just fits perfectly. And so having playlists for based on location, even holiday ones, for example, songs that mention the word sun or holiday or just give you a very kind of summer vibe, that's that's a good idea as well. But as I say, I'll look into it further. Speak to a few people, get, the, get an understanding of how they arrange their music and then feedback in an episode would be quite useful. Because ultimately, when you listen to music, you do want to make sure you're doing it I guess as efficiently as possible, um so you don't want to have to keep queuing songs or maybe skipping songs, which again, I've been guilty of in the past. It'd be interesting to find out, I guess as well, if anyone wants to reach out, whether you listen to playlists or albums or whether you just go online and search for a particular playlist that's already on Spotify. There's a whole range of ways of doing it. I do like listening to albums, particularly typing in kind of top 50 albums just to get an understanding of what's most highly appreciated but also if there's an artist that I like and I've listened to one or two songs for example Fleet Foxes I knew Mykonos and then listened to that whole album and it's some albums work better than than others to listen to all the way through maybe even if you listen to a more poppy artist you'd probably get more singles and less of a flow of the album. But an example would be To Pimp A Butterfly is a perfect album to listen to all the way through. It matches, the songs match up. It's a brilliant journey and story to go through. But I suppose Kendrick's also done that with Good Kid Mad City as well, which is one of the best albums I've listened to. But I'll leave it there for now. Just wanted to share the kind of Apple Music and into Spotify experience as a music student as someone who listens to music, this is quite a, it's a big turning point in my life. I'm never going to be the same. So it's important to, to get that out. But I don't work for Spotify, I promise. I work for myself, myself only. Thank you for listening, and I'll catch you in the next episode, which will be linked to addiction.